Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dunkin' Dunkin' Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number seven, the Monday Night Raw, January 20th edition. Um, First impressions of Raw. Eh. Eh. It this was is... a very eh go-home Raw Yeah, to that's the, the thing. Is for, for a go-home Raw, I mean, it was were... very eh. There were there were those moments. We'll get to them. Yeah, that were really good. Yeah, but then there were those moments that just made you like scratch your head. Like there were decisions that were made about certain superstars that felt like it was a McMahon controlled RAW where he just threw things together at the last minute. Yeah, it's like he, the writers wrote everything. Yeah, and he threw it and into a blender like, and said, "Nah, I don't want that." He's like, "Nah, what time? What time is it? Oh, it's five thirty. We go on in like half an hour." 45 minutes, eh, we'll do this. Yeah. And it's kind of just like, it's pieced together like things that could have happened like three weeks ago or two weeks ago <laughs> or after the rumble and all that such. Well, no, it's not even that. It's the way certain storylines have been going. Like what, the main event, when we get to the main event, I'll give you my opinion on it. Yeah. But there was, it, it, Which. What are they doing? Yeah. So um, first off was a promo. By the Monday Night Messiah. Great promo. Which, by the Monday very Messiah. good promo, which I'm loving how his his disciples, which is, that's what they're referring to him as, is his disciples, um, are wearing are wearing suits. Yep. And like just plain black V-necks. Yep. Or with the AOP, just regular black crew necks. Suit jackets, black pants, black shoes. And he's wearing a leather jacket, his t-shirt. And a one single glove. So they're letting him stand out. Yeah. Because he's the leader. It's obvious he's the leader. Yeah. Now, you were saying before we started recording that this is very NWO. Oh, very NWO. Um, It's not the way that NWO revealed itself. No. Obviously, you had the two members of NWO who came out, and then the third member was revealed. Very similar to what they did with Rollins and the AOP. Yeah. But with that being said, the way that they're going about this, they and the I, promos I, they're cutting, yeah, it's got such a recruitment feel to it. Like they're looking to recruit more heels. Yeah, I'm putting this join. more as like it, it. It's very NWO, <clears throat> but it also gives me like very straight edge society vibes. Yeah, but see, I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah, you have. But the thing with straight edge society was they kind of just they capped it at just the yeah, three. Yeah. But this one, this, this could end up being a, a multi-person faction, yeah. but not always being seen together. So kind of like a, uh, like almost like a Bullet Club thing. Well, no. I think you're going to see it as a multi-level faction where these are going to be heels yeah. who the crowd is going to hate. Yeah. And what's going to happen by them hating them, you're going to be able to then rub some of a positive polish on other heel factions that won't join him. You won't see... The, the OC. The OC join them. <clears throat> you won't see McIntyre. Exactly. But who will join him? I mean, who's the Mojo Raleigh. Exactly. First name that popped into my head. Yeah. Who's to say that Mojo Raleigh doesn't want to be part of the muscle in this? Who is a disgruntled heel that is doing nothing? Stick them with them. They'll, become, they'll be on TV for one. Yep. And two, they'll get positive rubs. Let me ask you this. Let's go all the way back to 2019 when we started recording. The double doing when we started yeah. recording that. If I told you before the end of the first month in 2020, Buddy Murphy would be in the opening promo of Monday Night Raw 
going into Royal Rumble. I would have quit the podcast right there. I'd have been like, "Uh, why am I recording with this guy? He's drunk. Yeah, exactly. He was in the opening promo. I love it. Yeah. Buddy Murphy being on TV is awesome. And then and the best part about this is they don't have a set bad they don't have a set counterpart right now. Yes, you have Joe and you have um Owens working in unison and just recruiting people. Last week was the big show and he got quote unquote taken out by being thrown through a table, kind of weird. Yeah. You know, it's the big show, greatest big man in WWE history. Yeah. Um but then this week they, they got recru- the Raiders. They got the Raiders. Now, what... So I'm going to kind of go on a quick tangent here. Uh, we're allowed to do those now because we have shorter episodes. That's we have right. more room for them. Yep. Um, thinking of this, <clears throat> 205 live guys that are now on main roster. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Eh. He's doing eh stuff right now. Yeah, but... He, he's not in a huge push. No. Cedric Alexander, not in a huge push. No, but... He, Mustafa I, Ali, not in a huge push. Buddy Murphy is in the main picture on Raw right now. Yeah. Be it Cedric was on a huge push, Mustafa was on a huge push. Yes. But I don't think it was this big of a push. No, it wasn't. They were mid-card pushes. No. And what happens with Buddy Murphy in this episode is essentially the one thing that he's always only been able to win. I mean, yes, he had the 205 Lot, the 205 championship, yeah. he held that as his only singles belt. Think about that. His only singles belt since joining the WWE is a 205 championship. He's been a tag team champion in NXT, and now he's a tag team champion on Raw. Yeah. Do but they, they have to see him for more than that because yeah. when we get to that match, there's a there's a huge but jumbled he, mess. He's also the tag team champions with one of the best wrestlers in WWE right now. Yeah, he is. You're right. I'm not arguing that. But so it's not I, but, like he was, st- he was thrown into a random uh, tag team but and it is now a, tag team But it champion. is a ran- random tag team. He, they took... Well, it is a... Yes. When we get... When we get to that, we'll talk about what where we where think my problem it should have gone is. Exactly. Um, but essentially, uh, Raiders come out and join Owens and Joe. Yep. Rush um, down to the ring. Rush down to the ring and Rollins slips out. It was great. Now, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't slip out. Watch the clip again. He, he practically jumped from the middle of the ring right through the two ropes. He was out of that ring in 2.2 seconds. He was like, yeah, I'm not messing with this. Let yeah. his guys get all beat up. Yeah. And then they they storm in the back, and then they challenge the, the Viking the Raiders, Raiders for the belts. For the belts. And, Which, and, and not they. Not the AOP. No. 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 Seth Rollins, Rollins and Buddy Murphy. And Buddy Murphy, a thrown-together tag team, challenged the, the Raiders. Yeah. But the next segment, the match of the yeah. night. This oh is a main event caliber match. This is a main event caliber match on a pay per view. Yeah, yeah. There were a few and it was stuck ups. on the second match of the no, night. No, first match of the night, not the second. This yeah, was the first, first match, match of the night, second, second segment. segment. Yes, there were a couple of botches in this match. A couple the, of the ladders the, wouldn't go. Yes, the 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 Roland Senton power bomb onto the ladders. It looked like they missed a little bit on that. Yeah. A couple of ladders that wouldn't break. I don't care. Just give these guys 20 minutes every time. You don't yeah. need lattice. You don't need table. Just give them 20 minutes because there was no clunky finish like it was in the last match. No. This match had a true definitive finish. Mm-hmm. With a, a the wild card. Dude, a monster, monster, monster hammerlock DDT, DDT through a ladder. Yeah. Like, dude, the spots that they were putting out there. And yes. I honestly thought Zelina was going to go through, it t- uh, I did. through a ladder. I did too. I did. I was, I was like, I was like oh, are they ladder. really doing this I mean, to her? I mean, 
I mean, another promotion I mean, just put the heavyweight championship on a woman. Yeah. So what's the what are the chances WWE sees that and decides, hey, let's just stop putting women through ladders again? Yeah. I mean, because I mean, I understand when they do it with when they have women involved in men's matches, they'll have they'll have spot. like Shayna Baszler style or like size. They'll have uh, a China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have uh, Nia Jax, Karma. Yeah. But four foot eleven Zelina Vega. I mean, they've put smaller uh, women through ladders, man. The, but they've had the other women put them through ladders. No, they no, 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 no. You got to go back and watch a lot of Attitude Era stuff, dude. Lita? The, Are you talking about Lita? I'm not talking about Lita. I'm talking about Terry Runnels being put through tables. Okay. I'm talking about um, Mae Young with the Dudley Boys being oh, put yeah. through tables. The WWE put a lot of women in some very dangerous positions back in the Attitude Era who had no position being in those positions, and they weren't fighting women. The Dudley boys were just tapped and just putting everybody through tables. Yes, eventually they kind of cost-corrected themselves and had them single yeah. out Lita, who was a very athletic female yeah. wrestler, but that didn't stop them from putting Molly, Molly Holly through tables. Old women, we're talking about Mae Young, yeah. put her through many, many. The fabulous Moolah got put through yeah. tables. So we're just... What we're seeing Alunda now... Alunda Blaze ever? No, 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 no. No, no, no she was no. never part of that. She the... wasn't part of that, okay. no. No, that was, that, that was way, way, way before. Yeah. But... What we're seeing now is, is WWE going to start maybe cost-correcting itself again and going towards that because of what other promotions are doing with their female wrestlers? Because you're going to have to almost start thinking about some intergender stuff with, again, she's a controversial figure, but the fact that Tessa Blanchard is your world heavyweight champion. Yeah. WWE it always piqued McMahon's interest. It always did. Yeah. Remember, he put the Intercontinental title on China. Yeah. China was our intercontinental. And if you look at uh uh back when what's it called? Um Lucha Underground was a thing. Yeah. There were many a Lucha Lucha Underground champion that was a female. Yes. I'm pretty sure uh Taya Valkyrie held it. Uh I'm pretty sure I'm trying to remember who else held that belt. But it's funny you're talking about Lucha Underground with two luchadors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a luchador female. Yeah. Yeah, I know Alice Black doesn't want his, his squeeze to be put in a, in, a, in a dangerous spot. Yeah. But at the same time, she's the one who's doing her Kenranas off the apron. She's yeah. getting caught with them all the time. She's the one yeah. who took a, hey, she took a serious bump last week. Yeah, she did. You know what I mean? So this was an excellent match. And the swerve at the end yeah. with Humberto Carrillo coming out of the crowd. That was awesome. The with the Ray mask. mask. That was awesome. That was I, so good. I, I thought it was I, Dominic. I thought it was Dominic as well. Because of the and build took, and everything. And then he took it off and I was like. Wait, Dominic didn't have long hair. Wait, Wait that's, that's Umberto. Umberto. And, I was and that's going to set up Umberto versus Andrade for the U.S. Championship. Which is a callback to yeah. what it was originally going to be until Humberto was taken out. By the OC. No. Well, yes, by the OC and by by Andrade. Yeah. Because you remember, Andrade did the hemlock DDT onto yeah. the concrete with him as well. So. Yep. Very good. Um, up next, we had the shortest match of the night and probably the shortest match of the year. So far. So yeah, far. So far. Alistair Black against a local competitor because why don't we have more local competitors when you have a bunch of guys in the back eating catering? Because mm, guys in the back don't want to be in eight-second matches being black-masked. Yeah, because this guy, when Black did his like, flippy thing and into the cross, cross-legged cross thing in the middle of the ring, this guy looked like he wanted to swing, but the ref held him back and everything. As soon as the bell rang, he charged, black-masked, one, two, three, cross-legged in the middle of the ring. Yep. Alistair Black, dude. He's so good. He so needs good. a singles title run. He'll get one. Like three months ago. 
No, he didn't need it three months ago. The problem was they were really building this character three months ago. And WWE wants to keep their mainstays at the top. They want Rollins at the top. They want Reigns at the top. They want Lesnar at the top. I mean, well, I'm not telling him put him in a friggin' world title picture. Put him in a middle card. Put him in a middle card. Okay. So right now you have basically his doppelganger, his his complete not a doppelganger. I'm sorry, his complete opposite. He's got the belt. Yeah. So, so keep the belt on Andrade because you built that rivalry from SmackDown last year. Yeah. So you built that rivalry. You get the belt finally off of Ray. Well, actually, you it's got, on you, Andrade right now. Technically, Ray took it off AJ. Which was a great run. Yeah. Okay, that was enjoyable because again, who was chasing in that run? Humberto Carrillo yeah. and Ricochet. Neither of them were able to take it, but the veteran took it. Then Ray loses it at a house show on Madison Square Garden to um, Andrade. Andrade. Now Andrade and Ray have had their back and forth again. Humberto was kind of involved in this. Now Humberto's back. Now that doesn't mean that Black that Alistair Black isn't eventually going to squeak into this title picture, but I don't think it's going to be right now with Andrade. There's going to be another because, heel that ends up winning this belt. Because I'm pretty sure Andrade was the one who was dethroned in NXT by Black. I believe so. Black was the one that took the belt off him. Yep. And, and then, then Black lost the belt to Champa yes. after a run-in by Gargano, <sighs> yep. which set up that feud. Which was awesome. And then Gargano lost, uh, uh, not Gargano, Champa lost the belt due to injury. Gargano got it, now it's Cole, and now it's whomever's going to be next. Yeah, correct. But... Do you think they would do, they'd run back another thing where Andrade loses the belt to Black? Yeah, why not? It's a good feud. It's a really and good that's feud. also gonna that's also gonna allow Vega to do a lot of really good um, promos, promos, yeah, and really good interference moves it, because that is her com- husband. It's the comfort level and. He's been training with her for years. Yes. So he'd know how to take those and how to like reverse those without hurting her. And then the other thing you have to look at too is I mean one thing that I credit Paul Heyman a lot with is he's always able to recycle good storylines, not make them as good as they were, but make them better. With him sitting here and now having these two guys on Raw, yeah. He's going to be able to make a killer storyline. Yeah. And just let it Naturally progress. Don't let... I'd like to see Carrillo eventually get a belt. And I feel like they're trying to push him towards that. But don't let Carrillo be the guy who takes the belt off of Black. You know what I mean? No. I mean, not Black. Off of Andrade. Andrade. Let, let it be Black. Yeah. And if it's not going to be Black, let it be Ricochet. Let it be guys who have been a little bit more established on the main roster. Yeah. That's what I. That's all I'm saying about it. Yeah. But again... I'm with you. Black does his eight-second match. Does what he's supposed to do. Hits the most devastating move in all of WWE right Russian now. wrestling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, speaking of a guy that we just mentioned, Ricochet and uh, Brock Lesnar, which I didn't like this. Uh, what? Hmm. You haven't seen Ricochet for weeks on TV. The last and then two you times have you've seen him, him he's, he's looked like a fool. And then you have him get squashed by the champion. Yeah. Just absolutely. Not just squashed. Just absolutely destroyed. Kicked yeah. right in the balls. Like, yeah. Last week's segment. Good. This week's segment. Not no, so much. No good. No. Um, because last week it was a legitimate run in. Bye. Our truth. Our truth. I rewatched that probably like fifteen times. I when I needed a laugh this week, it's been a kind of it's been kind of like a really rocky start to my week. Um I have watched just look just up that. our truth compilations. No, just look up our truth Brock Lesnar. Just look yeah. that up and just watch that six minute segment. I have officially declared for the Royal Rumble. Oh, what? 
Oh, you un- oh, I have officially undeclared from, from the Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Like, it's just great. And that's and the truth. Yes. That's funny. That's what's up. Um, Bad use of good talent. That's all I have to say about this segment. Yeah. Bad yeah. use of really good talent yeah. in Ricochet. I mean, it's it's Heyman trying to get him on TV is what it is. But yeah. it's, not, it's not the proper way to get him on TV. It is what it is. Up next, we had a McIntyre versus Orton match. Interrupted by the OC. Interrupted by the OC. Exactly what we'd expect. Yep. Because they didn't want either one of these guys to take a fall. Yeah. But no chops. No, but there was a slap in the chest. Yeah. And Orton kind of was like looking out into the distance like, wow, really? I don't want to take another one of these. Yeah. Um... Good way to prevent these guys from looking weak. Yeah. Like one of them having to eat a pin. Yeah. What I really liked is when Orton and McIntyre were standing tall, they were looking each other in the eye, almost like they were going to like become a team to take on the OC. Yep. And then RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. Lays McIntyre out. RK, he's the... the uh, He's the Viper. He's the Viper. He strikes when he wants to. Uh, take no mercy. Yep. And I love that McIntyre grabbed the belt. He's like... Not the belt, the uh, the mic, and he's like, you're "I will re- go. You're, you're gonna re- regret that. Yeah. I will go through 29 other men, and I will become the world heavyweight champion yep. at WrestleMania. Yep. Which it's a possibility. Yes, it's yep. a real possibility. Just, just wait, wait until Saturday when we have to make our predictions. Yeah, actually, we're gonna, no, we sh- yeah, Saturday. we're gonna make our full predictions on Saturday. Yes. Uh, up next, uh, actually, was a backstage promo with Charlotte. Yep. Um. And she says that the only reason she didn't win the Rumble last year is because she was beat. She was eliminated by someone who wasn't even supposed to be in the match. Yep. Becky Lynch. She's talking about Becky Lynch, who was who was goodbye. there before that promo even happened. Yep. Just with her weird little smile. Yeah, I love Becky's smile. Her her like little <laughs> you ain't me grin. Yeah. Um. Considering, I'm pretty sure you were the one that lost the belt to her at Mania last year. Actually, you were one of two people that lost the belt to her at Mania last year. Yep. Um, but before uh, Lynch's match actually started, there were some 24-7 shenanigans. Oh, man. I'll let you talk about this. I mean, I love it. I love it because it, it was one of these things where you had the Singh brothers both come in and uh, do their whole you know, roll-up to get the belt, which is all that's ever happened with this 24-7 championship. You never see moves being done for the belt to be taken off of somebody, no. except for the fact that Lesnar did his F5 last week and Mojo Rawley came out and you yeah. know, took advantage. But typically when it's a backstage segment, someone's just being rolled up. And yeah, someone's in a promo it. or whatever, and yeah. someone's sneaking up doing a so roll-up or whatever. the thing was is one of the Singh brothers, whichever one it was, was in the front with his camera doing his Bollywood thing. And then the other one tries to come from behind and roll him up, and he couldn't get Mojo Rawley down. So Mojo Rawley kicks him, picks up the guy with the camera, throws him into a um, road case, road cases, picks up the other guy, throws him into the road cases, and just walks off, but he slaps the belt like it means something to him. Yeah. And that's important for this belt. Yeah. I'm not saying that this it's, isn't like the hardcore championship when it was back in the day where it was just changing hands and changing hands and changing hands. The thing is, is you want someone to actually have a true connection to this belt, and that's where I could see the movement of Mojo Rawley possibly joining in with the Messiahs that's what they were called, not the apostles, the messiahs. Monday Night Messiah and uh, his his little cohorts and working together. And eventually, that's how he can protect himself and protect that belt. Because none of those guys are going to go after that belt in that group. I mean, Lesnar's not going to go after that belt. It's going to be all these little guys who yeah, are in the and, back end catering. And if someone tries to run in on Mojo to take that belt, AOP is going to rip him right off. Exactly. 
and protect that belt. Exactly. Which adds another belt to that faction. Correct. As as trivial as the belt is. And then don't be surprised we'll, if we'll he's talk, the first one that gets kicked out of the group Yeah, eventually. we'll talk about how we think that eventually AOP can get those belts. We'll talk about that when we get to this, uh, to the main event. Well, not main event, but what should have been the main event. Yeah, what should have been the main event. <clears throat> um, but after the uh, 24-7 shenanigans, we had uh, a Lynch versus Kyrie Sane match. My favorite part was Asuka perched up on the, the ring whole, post yeah, she was just the whole match. Yeah, like a parrot just chirping at her. You know? Yeah. Um, obviously, Lynch gets the dub with well, the with the uh, disarm her. Yep. And then she's just absolutely laid out with a shining wizard and with uh, Asuka's... Uh, was Asuka the one that hit the shining wizard? Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the other one was on the ground. Yeah. Laid out. Kyrie Sane was laid out. So, technically, Asuka came out strong. Does she still win the belt at We're Rumble? We're not getting to it. I We're not getting to that until Saturday? No, no, no. Okay. You know my feelings on that, but I, I'm not yeah. going to share them right now. All right, and speaking of, we've mentioned this earlier. Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins versus the Viking Raiders for the Raw Tag Team Championships. It was a good match. <laughs> it was a good match, but the wrong team was in it, and the wrong team won. Correct. Well, the wrong team won for the situation it was. The wrong team was in it, which would have changed the situation. Correct. We have new tag team champions. I know. With the, a thrown together tag team. Yep. With in a faction that has a legitimate tag team that would have been a legitimate reason to take the belts off of Viking Raiders. Correct. That's all we need to say. Really. I mean, what else is there to say? It's extremely well, disappointing <laughs> that now in order to get the belts on the Viking I I'm sorry, to get the belts on the AOP, you're gonna have to do something so stupid like the finger poker doom again. In which Seth Rollins is going to have to lay down for the AOP, so it's where they can stand no, on. No, Rollins won't be the one that lays well, down. They're going to make Murphy lay well, down. Well, they'll make, but that's what I mean. <clears throat> I Rollins and Murphy. One of them's going to have to lay down for the AOP just to stand on him. Get a referee down there to count the one, two, three to put the belts on the AOP. This was the same stupid booking that happened with the NWO in mm-hmm. order to get the belt back on Hulk Hogan after Kevin Nash won the belt mm-hmm. from I think it was. Um, Ding or Goldberg? He won it from one. I think yeah. it was Goldberg. It was Goldberg. It was Goldberg because the cattle prod of doom. From yeah. yes, it was Goldberg. So this is just dumb because so, Goldberg was the one that. Well, re- rephrase that. Nash was the one that defeated Goldberg's undefeated streak. Correct with the cattle prod from yeah. uh, uh, from Scott Hall. Yeah, and then he laid down for Hogan. Yeah. Now the problem is, is if you would have booked this properly, you would have had Owens and you would have had Joe chasing Murphy and chasing Rollins around the arena. Like they were chasing the AOP. Yeah. And then you would have had the AOP versus the Viking Raiders. Yeah. And you would have had the Viking Raiders lose to the AOP and put the belts on a legitimate tag team. I have no problem with the, the faction having the belts. I have the problem with the two singles competitors having the belts because they're exactly. not a tag team. Yeah. They are a makeshift tag team, which was a problem we were running into last year when you have good tag teams and you're not giving them the belts. Yeah. Um, Rant over. Another huge thing that happened <clears throat> in this match, which was scary, oh. was Eric's bump. I know. Or let me rephrase that, Hanson's bump. Yes. Bro, I thought he broke his neck. I know. He, he fell right onto that ring apron. Yep. That is a big man taking a big bump that he should not have taken. I know. And the black, uh, the <clears throat> the blackout stomp by Rollins to uh, Eric. Eric, while he was in the ropes. Holy crap. Yeah. And then he gets uh, caught up with uh, 
No, Murphy just rolls him back. Well, into yeah, the Murphy ring. rolls one, him back in the ring, pins him one, two, three, and then they get the belts. Yeah, whatever. That should have been the main event. Wasn't the main event. Still. No, because they were promoting something all week. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, we have one more match to talk about before then. Eric Rowan defeats Matt Hardy yes. after arguing with whatever is in his cage. Yep. And Matt Hardy says he's almost done with the WWE. I'm not surprised. No, neither am I. I mean, he's, he doesn't have many matches left in his body to begin with. No. And he's not really being utilized at this point. And we all know Matt Hardy's very good at branding himself. Yeah. I mean, he rebranded himself after everything with Wolken. What, and- what he'll do is when he, he leaves the <coughs> E, when his uh, contract's up, he'll leave the E, take like three years off, and then he'll do two, three, maybe four matches at different like independent shows. A year? He may not even take that long time off. He doesn't need that much time off. He's recently been resting and healing himself up. He may only take six months off. He may only take his three months that he has to contractually. Yeah, but he also, he just had his third son. He might want to spend time with his family. No, I get that. Um, But that'll make it tougher for him to get back in the ring. Exactly. So, we'll we'll look at it as his contract nears its end. end, You know what I mean? You know, we haven't seen Jeff in a while, and I don't see Matt leaving without Jeff. Yeah, and I don't. Jeff is going to have to complete his contract due to injury, so he's going to have to maybe stay around, maybe an additional year to be with yeah. his brother. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. And then <clears throat> the main event of Monday Night Raw Mixed was match. a snooze fest. Yep. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what you'd expect with Lana being in the ring. In the ring. Yep. And my my problem with this. Is that I've had real? I, I mean, I had my problems. <clears throat> I had my problems with this storyline at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I've had kind of problems with it throughout. I was kind of turning the other cheek when you, Rusev was kind of getting his upper hands and yeah. you know, ruining he was, weddings. He was getting his uh, his, Mashka his come, kicks in, come up. He's been pinned two straight weeks now. Yeah. Like this is like making no sense unless he's straight up. I, and, and, Unless he's going to Heyman and saying, I want this to, is how I want this story to go. Like, this makes no sense. If they're booking it this way without Rusev's input, this is it's it's uh, it's bass backwards. Oh, it is. It is. But if if this is the way Rusev wants it and has been in talks with uh, Lana and Liv Heyman and, and, Liv Heyman and, and Lashley... Lashley. If they've actually been planning it to go this way, great, good for them. They're getting what they want. Yeah. But if if this is being shoved down their throats, it's kind of it's kind of screwy. Yeah. I I, I mean, the, the match was what three minutes long. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and it and it ended with Alana interference holding Rusev's, Rusev's boot light. from doing the Mosh- the uh, Machka kick, and he eats a massive spear. Yeah. But again, the problem is is. He ate a spear. He's losing again. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it. He lost on Rusev Day. Yeah, that's not even fair. No, it, it's Rusev Day. He shouldn't lose on Rusev Day. Exactly. So before we finish off this episode, I are <clears throat> let me rephrase that. Dave had me write down all the raw competitors in the Royal Rumble match. We're not going to be talking about who's going to win it, but these are the fourteen competitors from Raw that are. Entered into the Royal Rumble right yeah, now. Yeah, I found this week because I thought it was supposed to be 10 10 10. Which I don't think it is. I think there's. So right now there's seven, I believe, from SmackDown. Yeah, I think we'll get three more. Okay. Three or four more. Uh, Yeah, so we'll get like three more. Um, And then I'll give six for NXT and surprises. Okay. 
We'll see. That's about kind of what they do. Is like they want a few guys, uh, like three, four guys from NXT, and then a couple huge surprises. Yeah. Uh, starting from the top, we have Brock Lesnar, Your the WWE, WWE champion. champion. We have AJ Styles. We have Eric Rowan. We have Randy Orton. We have Ricochet. We have Drew McIntyre. We have Rey Mysterio, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins, uh, Samoa Joe, and Kevin Owens. It's a good 14. It's a very, very solid 14 from Raw. Uh, from Raw. We will talk about our predictions on Saturday for the Royal Rumble, the entire card, as well as both Rumbles. Um, and the next time you'll hear from us is uh, on Thursday. Yep. Uh, we're going to be going over our Wednesday Night Wars uh, reaction. And then we'll also do our Worlds Collide preview and predictions on Thursday's episode after we finish up our NXT recaps. Yes. So I think that basically finishes it. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, uh, not so much. But Facebook and Instagram definitely were, uh, were active over there. Um, but I think for now, uh, this is definitely... Well, I say this is definitely, it is. This has been a doink and doink, uh, double doink production. I still need to get better at this. It's okay. We're, st- we're still fresh into this, but Learning. this has been a double doink production. I have been Josh, that has been Dave, and we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.